Hello, everyone. Welcome again to our series of talks on the miracles that Jesus did in the Gospel of John. Well, you will recall last time we spoke about Jesus, it was the feeding of the 5,000. And you will remember that at the ending of the feeding of the 5,000, remember Jesus asked them to sit down in companies of 50s, and another gospel says to sit down in companies of 100. So companies of 50 and 100. And also it says that they sat on the green grass. And so Jesus fed them with bread and fish out of five barley loaves and two fishes. All these people were fed. Incredible. And they got to the stage at the end of the day where Jesus would send the people home. But there was a problem. People got thinking to themselves, well, if Jesus can do all these amazing miracles, if he can feed us, if he can do all these wonderful things, well, actually, now we can make him king. What a good idea, they thought. What a good idea. Now, Jesus knew as we said last time, that it was not the time for him to be the king yet. He had to put the cross before the crown. And as the people began to talk and maybe plan how this king that we found, hey, he can lead us into battle against the Romans. Oh, that would be wonderful. We'd, we'd, we'd never get ill. Um, we'd never run out of food. Oh, what a king. The best king ever. But that wasn't God's plan yet. Jesus said to the disciples, Quickly, quickly, get into the boat. Quickly, get into the boat and go across the other side of the Sea of Galilee and I'll meet you. Go quickly. It began slowly to get dark. And Jesus, the verse says, was alone by himself. As he saw the boat and the people disperse. And Jesus was left alone. He was praying. He was thinking. He knew that it wasn't the right time for him to be king there and then. He would think about the cross. He would think about God's plan and purpose. Let me read to you a few verses from the Gospel of John and chapter 5. When we are told this, 
chapter five of John. I'm sorry, chapter six, my apologies. Then Jesus therefore perceived that they would come and take him by force to make him king. He departed again into a mountain himself alone. And entered into a ship, verse 17, and went over the sea toward Capernaum. So he sends his disciples. And it was now dark, and Jesus was not come to them. So they they were sailing across the Sea of Galilee. Then there was a storm, a great storm, the wind blowing, the waves. It took them ages and the boat was hardly even traveling and it was getting dark. It was getting rather dangerous, you know. Now we know the names of these fishermen. Do you remember them? Do you remember the rhyme that you may have heard before? Peter, Andrew, James and John, fishermen of Capernaum, Thomas and Matthew too, Philip and Bartholomew, James, his brother Thaddeus, Simon and the one named Judas, 12 disciples here in all, following the master's call. Now, these four fishermen, Peter, Andrew, James and John, they were used to being out at sea, but it was a very scary time. The waves were coming in and it was very, very difficult this storm on the lake, on the Sea of Galilee. And Jesus could see them in the distance. They were scared. They were in lots of trouble. The waves beating on the, sh on the boat, water splashing into the boat, and they were really scared. Listen to what the verse says. And the sea arose by reason of a great wind that blew. So when they had rowed about five and 20 or 30 furlongs, they see Jesus walking on the sea, drawing nigh onto the ship, and they were afraid. Oh, another gospel says, oh, it's a spirit. They were terrified. They see this figure walking on the water, coming towards them. These grown men, oh, oh, what's that? You can almost see this. Hey, Peter, what's that? James, John, what's that? I don't want to look. It's getting nearer and nearer and nearer. Don't be afraid. It was Jesus. 
this was incredible. He was walking on the water. Walking on the water. What else could Jesus do? He was the son of God. But more than that, and this is a very important lesson. Jesus knew that they were in difficulty. So he had come to help them. He knew they were struggling. He knew they were scared. He knew they need help. And he came to help them. It's as if the verses are reminding us that Jesus would stop at nothing. Nothing could prevent him from getting to his disciples. Whether it was a storm, nothing. He was able to walk on water. He, would, he was prepared to do anything to get to his disciples. That's a lovely lesson, isn't it? What a lovely lesson that is. That God wants to help us. Even when we're scared, we're afraid, when we need help. So then Peter sees Jesus and he said, Lord, uh, if it's you, if it's you, let me come out and walk on the water with you. Oh. I want to be with you. Now, Peter was a fisherman. He knew it was impossible for anyone to walk on water. You can float on water. You can swim in the water. You can dive in the water. You can even drink water. But you cannot walk on water, Peter. Oh, really? So, Peter stepped out of the boat. Lord, if it's you, let me come out. And Jesus says, come, come. And Peter, began to walk on the water. But there was a problem. The waves going up and down, up and down, up and down. And when you read the verses, particularly when you look at the, the account in the Gospel of Matthew, you get the impression that Peter took his eye off the Lord Jesus as he's going down into maybe one of those, those waves, the troughs, you might say, down. 
And he took his, his eye off of Jesus. And then he, he began to panic. Very important lesson. Don't take your eye of God. Don't take your eye off the Lord Jesus. Don't take your eye off reading, reading God's word, the Bible. Really important. Because you know what happens? If, if you take your eye off, the, off God and the, the Lord Jesus, you, you're going to have problems. Keep your eye fixed on the Lord Jesus. That's important. And Peter began to get scared and he began to sink. Lord, save me, save me. And, and then Jesus then reached out his hand and saved him. And then, and then what is lovely, in verse 20 it says, verse 19, so when they had rolled about five and twenty, thirty furlongs, verse 20, but he said unto them, it is I, be not afraid. Then they willingly received him into the ship, and immediately the ship was at the land whither they went. Now, did you notice that? The verse says, then they willingly received him into the ship. Oh, Jesus and Peter got into the ship. And then it says, and immediately the ship was at the land whither they went. That's interesting, isn't it? And immediately. I wonder what happened there. Have you ever noticed that before? It seems as if they're, they're, they're right in the middle of the, of, of the sea of, of Galilee. They haven't got very far. They've been rowing all night. Haven't got very far. They're still only half, uh, halfway. And then it says, they received Jesus and Peter in the boat. And immediately, the verse says, and immediately, the ship was at the land. Wow, what's happened here? The verse says they're halfway across the lake. Jesus gets into the boat with Peter and immediately they're at the other end, of the other side of the, of the lake. Wow, mm, this is interesting. I, I wonder what that is saying to us. Was this the power of God working through Jesus, bringing them immediately from the middle of the lake to the other end of it? Notice what it says again. Read with care. Then they willingly received him into the ship, and immediately the ship was at the land. Something amazing happened here, you know. Jesus was able to do incredible things. They were at the place where they wanted to be. Because Jesus 
was with them in the boat. You know, the Bible talks about Jesus as being the captain of our salvation. It also talks about God's word as, and Jesus as an anchor to the soul. So he's the anchor and he's the captain. Oh, well, but that's for another time. Well, remember those lessons? Keep your eyes fixed on the Lord Jesus. Keep your eyes fixed on the things of God. Keep your eyes fixed on God's word, the Bible. Those are the lessons for today. Oh, and next time we will continue this lovely, exciting time of looking at the miracles that Jesus did in the Gospel of John. Bye-bye for now. Until next time.